Hey, Oasis Church Chicago, Pastor JP here. Hey, we're so glad that you're joining with us on our podcast today. I pray today that this message stirs your faith, that it builds you up, that it draws you closer to the Father's heart, and ultimately that you just feel the embrace of heaven. We would love to stay connected with you and you to stay connected with us. So please feel free to check us out on our website, oasischurchchicago.com, or download our app, Oasis Church Chicago. Also, you can be sure to join with us on our live stream on our YouTube page every Wednesday night and Sunday morning. Now here's today's message. And today, we just have a few moments here. Um, I know it's holiday weekend, and um, many of you probably have plans, but I I really feel in my heart today um, that if we can, just for the next 30 minutes, I just want to, I really want to teach this passage, this this message today, because I really think, and I I know we're, we're online today, and welcome to everybody watching that are traveling. I really think and believe, not think, I believe, (laughs) that this word is for our house, the house of Oasis. I think it's for believers. So if you're here and you're a follower of Jesus, you can take this. This is a good one. Um, But for us that call this place home, I I just felt in my spirit as I've been praying and seeking the Lord, I'm coming out of the summer, whether we want to believe that or not, summer's coming to an end and it is a bummer. I am bummed uh, because the winter is right around the corner. But you know what? People build yourselves up in the Lord and stay on fire and to start preaching the mess out of a season's message. What the heck? Um, but just thinking of what the Lord's doing in and among us, I want to talk simply today about trust. Trust. Trust in the Lord. You know, Scripture talks a lot about trust. You, you go into the Proverbs, you, you can get a lot of teaching on, on, on what it means to trust in the Lord and lean on him and not on our understanding, right? Acknowledging him in all our ways, like trusting in Jesus, building our lives on trusting in Jesus. I think just at times there's moments where I have to, have any any of you ever just sat with the Lord and allowed for him to do like an assessment on you? Okay, just me. I find myself doing that at times where I'm like, Lord, how am I doing? You know, you can ask him that. Amen. Some of you are, you're getting a better message than you're showing me. Um, you just say, hey, how am I doing? And, I, and I, the Holy Spirit's so kind. He loves his kids so much that he'll, he'll start to tell you. And I think over t- in the last time I've done this, this was a couple weeks ago, he was just like, hey, I want to build you up in, 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 the, in, in trust. I was like, well, I trust you. He's like, I know you do, but you need a little bit more. I got to take you a little deeper. And so today I want to I just read a passage of Scripture. I want to I, I read two passages of Scripture and then just see what happens. Amen? Do you have your Bibles? Open them up. Get them out. Danny, Sydney, is your bride not here? Where's she at? Is she upstairs teaching? Danny and Sydney just got married. They just got back from South Africa. Love you guys. Good to have you back. First Sunday back, you guys are already like serving, crushing it. I love that. Um, Romans 8.28, real quick, Romans 8.28, I, I just, I want, this is, this is really what begun, began to frame this message in my heart. It says, and we know that in all things, everyone say all things. Okay, say it like you believe it. All things, in the original, it means all things. It means everything. And we know that in all things, God works for the good. In all things, God works for the good of those who love him and who have been called according to his purpose. We believe in this house 
that we really need to understand a deep theology of how good God is. It does not change that we will walk through seasons of life, extreme difficulties, deep pain, sorrow. It's all there. It's, it's, it's not that we come to Jesus and life becomes perfect. And somehow I think we've taught that for so many years in the church. I love the church, but it's been like this theology of like, you come to Jesus, everything gets good. You, you're going to get the promotion. You're going to get the filled bank account. You're going to get the right relationship or re, you're going to have a great friend. And it's like, well, hold on a second. I, got, I came to Jesus and I actually lost money. <laughs> it's like I had a job that was paying me some money and then the Lord called me into the ministry. <laughs> Like, what is, what's going on here? It's, 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 the, it's, it's the call for us today to, to lean in and go, life is going to happen, but in all things, our God works for the good. Come on, wake up a little bit. Our God works for the good. All things. When, when you catch that through the Spirit leading you and teaching you in that and instructing you in that, you then come to a place and a position where you can walk out daily understanding and believing that God is someone that can be trusted in. Yeah. Today, I'm not talking about uh, us with this passage that I'm going to read in Exodus. I, I'm, not simp I'm not here to address the moments where we mess up or miss it, right? I'm talking about the leading of the Lord in our lives and trusting it, Him, trusting Him even when it doesn't make sense. Have you ever been called to do something by God and it doesn't make sense? Some of you should put your hands up. I know you have. But it's going, Lord, you work out all things for the good. And I trust you today, even when I don't understand it. So go to, go to Exodus 13. Verse 17, I'm reading out of a different translation, but I think the team will have it. But Exodus 13, just leaning into the trust of the Lord today because he works all things for the good. When, when Pharaoh finally let the people go, so, so right, the people of Israel are captive and, and they're in Egypt. And after Moses does all of the signs and wonders and finally Pharaoh releases the people, right? So, so the people are let go. Can I tell you, be aware that, that God, God is so about bringing us through battles. He's so about it. He's so about the victory in our lives. Amen? But I'm telling you, some of us have a victory and then we don't expect another battle. Because we think the victory we just, we just came through was like the victory, the end all. Can I tell you, on the other side of most victories I've experienced is another battle. Because battle produces perseverance. And pers <laughs> so, so, so I just, I just, just, right? It says, Pharaoh lets the people go. So now the people are like, we're out of here. Finally, years of captivity and bondage and slavery and torment and just hardship. So, so it says that finally, Pharaoh lets the people go. And then the next thing, God, God, says God, right? Right? The one that we say is really good? <laughs> Did not lead them along the main road that runs through Philistine territory, even though that was the shortest route to the promised land. God said if the people are faced with a battle, they might change their minds and return to Egypt. 
So God led them in a roundabout way through the wilderness towards the Red Sea. Thus the Israelites left Egypt like an army ready for battle. Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, for Joseph had made the sons of Israel swear to do this. He said, God will certainly come to help you. When he does, you must take my bones with you from this place. And then it says this, the Israelites left Sukkoth and camped at Etham on the edge of the wilderness. The Lord went ahead of them. He guided them during the day with a pillar of cloud. And he provided light at night with a pillar of fire. Could you imagine that picture? This allowed them to travel by day or night. And the Lord did not remove the pillar of cloud or pillar of fire from its place in front of the people. Crazy. I, I was in an Uber. This was a few years ago. I was way up on the north side. And um, I had to get back for a meeting here in this area. And so I, I called the Uber and I looked it up and it said it was going to take us, I think, like 45 minutes, right? This was before all the construction that's happening now. This was just traffic, Chicago traffic. You want to get sanctified? Go sit in that for a little while. <laughs> and so I, I called the Uber driver and he pulls up and he punches it in and shows him where I'm going. And he's like, hey, all right, this is where you're going. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. All right. And he shuts the GPS off. Now, I've been in some Ubers where they don't know where they're going. Like they have, the GPS is telling them and they're just, they're, it, have you ever experienced that? You're just like, but I found out that this guy was a former taxi cab driver, like a cab. Those, those people, they know what they're doing. We need to get back to those days. Like he, he's just shut it off. And I, I said, sir. And he, and he got off the path that we were supposed to go. You know me, I'm a control freak. So I'm going, hey, guy, buddy, sir, what are you doing? Oh, it'll be fine, sir. No, 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 no. This is the long way. This is going to take, I have a meeting. I'm an important, it's like, this guy's like. He's like, listen, you, you got to go this way. He's like, sir. He's like, I know what I'm doing. I said, no, you don't. <laughs> because if you knew what you were doing, you'd follow Google. Google knows what it's doing. He said, no, 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 man, what you, what you don't understand is, is I just came from that way. And there's an accident. And it's not showing up here. So even though there's a lot of traffic, it's going to even be worse because there's an accident going that way. So actually, I'm going to take the longer route, but you're going to get there faster. I said, well, you, all right, we'll see what happens here, brother. Brother, I'm like praying in the back, like, Lord, please get us there. Can I tell you? He was right. 100% right. We show up. I, I shake. I, I, I shook his hand. I was like, thank you. I'm running into the meeting. Right? Like, oh my goodness. I couldn't believe it. I, I thought that the way that we should go would be the best way. And this brother knew the exact way for us to go. It wasn't shorter per se, but it was a lot less stressful. There, there was a little bit more of a relaxed spirit inside of me as I'm sitting in this car. There wasn't this like, oh my goodness, I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm not texting saying I need to cancel this time. I need to move this meeting. It was like, oh, we, we might actually make this thing. He knew the exact route that we should go to get there. We, we're in this position 
Where I think we are as the people of God, we're getting tested in the fact of this. Do we really trust God? Right? I mean, I could, I could leave you with that question and just say, go sit with him for the next week and ponder, do you really trust God? But I think the reality is, is we all wrestle with trusting God. Does anybody want to just testify? I know that's not a good, like, thank you. It's the first time everyone's like, yes, Lord. I'm like, God's good. You're like, ah. It's like, do we trust God? They're like, ah. It's like some of us here are like, Lord, like, I'm trying to do what you've called me to do. I'm trying to be the person you call me to be. I'm trying to follow you. But it just seems like you don't know what you're doing. It just seems like you don't know what path to lead me on because, because, because it just seems like this isn't the right way we should go. Some of you in the room, you've, you've learned how to walk with God for many years and we need you. Keep running. You, you've discovered the, the reality of what it means to be on his path and it's, it's awesome. But for most of us here, younger and trying to figure this thing out, it's, it's difficult. I've been sitting even at times with Rachel going like, is this the path that God's called us? He, I think he doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> I don't think he knows what he's up to. Come on, we, we've been there. And we get upset. Or we get discouraged. Oh, can I tell you, the Lord is never about discouraging you. Discouragement is not in his vocabulary. Can I tell you that? Some of you need to say amen to that. You're like, the Lord's just, I'm just discouraged. And he knows. He's not about that. That's not him. He's about development. You're not hearing me. He's not about discouragement. He's about development. He's not about discouraging you. He's about developing you. And when it comes to trusting in the Lord, what it looks like is this, is that I don't know what's happening. I don't know why this is this way. I don't understand it. I don't like it, but I trust you that you're doing something in me, in my family, in my marriage, in my home, that I don't know how it's going to work out, but I trust you. You're developing something in me. The, 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 the Lord is so much more concerned. Is that the right way to say it? He's more concerned about your development of your character and your trust than he is about your destiny. Come on. We, we, we get in church and we're just like, tell me my destiny. I believe you all are called by God and you have plans that God has given for your life and he's all about that. But can I tell you, he's more concerned and consumed with you and your development and trust with him than he is about you achieving your destiny. This is a good word, I know, preach. It's always fun to come back after a week off. But it has to come to the position of going, Lord, like, I trust you. As hard as it is, I, I trust you. This, this story's crazy. They, the people of God just had come out of one of the worst moments, years of slavery and of bondage and of work and toil and pain. Like, right? Like, I don't think we can fathom and understand the stuff. Like, like I, I, Titus and I, we just watched a few months back. It was on TV. It's the, I think it's Charles, is that Charleston Heston? The, the old old, um, some of you, the older generation, you know what I'm talking about? Let my people go, like type of thing. And they're, they're like carrying the big pyramid blocks and building the temple. And Titus is like, wow, dad, 
that would be so heavy. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, where's the excavator? And I was like, no, no, son, they didn't, they didn't have that. No, that's new. <laughs> but, but you hear what I'm saying? I can't imagine that they are, are released by Pharaoh and they're like, we're ready. We're strong. They're, they're probably really weak physically. They're, they're exhausted physically. They, they're carrying a lot of pain and burdens and sorrow from what they just experienced. They, they probably had loved ones get killed and loved ones pass away and they, they, they didn't know what was going. They're in slavery. And the Lord's like, let my people go. Pharaoh does it. And then it says, God said, uh, <laughs> the path that you want to take, it's not good. So I'm going to take you the long way. Excuse me, God. Do you understand we don't have much energy? I didn't have a protein bar before we started on this journey. Hello? Like, I, I didn't get my nutrition. I didn't get my, my macros and micros and all that stuff in me. I, they're, they're weak. Can, do you guys have that map? So the number one, this is, listen, some of you Old Testament scholars, you're like, that's not the right map. There's a lot of maps out there. That's the right one. From one, straight up would be the path. Right across. You with me? If you pull up your GPS and your GPS said, we're going to take you all the way down and around, you'd be like, different route. I'll pay the tolls. I'll spend $5. says no not the fast way not the easy way the longer way and so so they they walk all the way down and all the way back up when they're exhausted thank you team when they're exhausted when they're tired and the Lord goes the reason why I'm doing this is because I know better than you do oh Oh man, I am, I am so at the place in my life with the Lord where I'm like, I don't know better. <laughs> I am so tired of thinking I know better. I know nothing. <laughs> you know everything. I am such a mess to think that I know better than God. And the people of God are going, hey, hey, what's going on here? And God goes, I know better than you know. Well, what do you mean? Well, see, what they didn't realize is that that, that straight across way there was posts and outposts of the army of Egypt, just one after another. Multi they, and people would, theologians would estimate 50 to 100 soldiers at each outpost, just standing, waiting, and expecting people like that to walk through. Could you imagine the people of Israel, if they went the short route and they showed up to the first post? I think they would all have been like, okay, you're right, we're going back. To, we're going back. Sorry. Because God says if, if they would have taken the shorter route, they would have turned around and went right back to slavery. See, some of us, we don't trust God. And what happens is, is we start taking routes that God never called us to take routes and our life becomes a mess. And so what happens is like, well, this was better. The world was better. The world actually gave me more. And God's like, I didn't call you to that path. 
because you were not developed in your character. You were not developed in the presence of the Lord. See, this is why presence of him matters so much. You actually have the, the playbook and, the, and the, the, the grounds to get developed in him, in his presence. But if we don't get developed by him, we start to take paths that God said, hey, listen, that will hurt you. And it's like, hey, man, God, like, what are you doing? God's like, I know what I'm doing. Hey, God, why are you making me go this way? This feels like it's just taking forever in my life to get to what you've said and how to do it. I know better than you, Jay. I remember this is a personal story. Forgive me. We, were, we felt the call to come plant. Many of you may have heard this before. And <clears throat> we're down at a university and doing great ministry and serving these guys. And we knew God called us. And so we're in a year in to, to marriage. And we, I, I remember it was probably me more just going like, Rach, we got to go now. Like, we got to go right now. It's time. We're, we were in the, the sticks, right? We were in the boonies, right? Like there, there is now like a Chick-fil-A down there. There's, the Lord is surely in that place now. Um, but before he was. <laughs> and I remember just being so annoyed. This isn't glamorous. No one's seeing us. I'm being under, underused in my gifting. Some of you need to stop that. It's not your gift. Oh, did you hear me? It's not your gift. This isn't my gift. I don't own this gift. This is his gift. Take that. You can give an offering if you want to. And I remember saying, like, we got to go. And then the Lord met me one night and said, if you go, you'll miss out on so much that I have for you. And yes, it brings me to tears because that next year was some of the most impactful ministry moments we had with those football players and those students. We saw God build us up, develop us in our marriage and, and in, in our time together. And if we would have come here Oh, God's sovereign. Yes, he is. Yes, and amen. But sometimes God's like, I'm going to let you do what you want to do. And I, and I think if we would have come a year earlier, we probably, we were already young and dumb to begin with. We were already really young and missing so many moments and, and hitting the mark wrong and doing all. But if we would have come maybe a sooner because it felt better, it felt easier, it felt right. I don't know what would have happened. I would guess that it probably wouldn't be what we have today. The Lord knows better than I do. He knows better than you. And he's not here like, man, can I tell you, God's not in a hurry. God's not in a hurry with you and with your gifts and with your talents. He's, he's not in a hurry to get you elevated and moving. He's, he's not in a hurry to give you the business idea and the, the model to make things. He's not in a hurry. He's good. And we got to come away from this place of like, man, God, well, you know what? This, this path doesn't seem like it's going to give me what I need. So I'm going to choose this path, what's going to fulfill me and give me everything I want. Can I tell you, your, your, that, that desire should die. <laughs> well, how? Why? Because you came to Jesus and now you do whatever he wants. 
Jesus actually came to earth and said, I'm not doing anything I want to do. I'm doing what my Father in heaven tells me to do. So I'm going to act and do everything that my Father Jesus says here on earth. But here we are going, ah, that path, I like, ah, I like this one. It's easy. There's no pain. It's shorter. It seems simpler. But man, if we choose the path that's shorter and simpler, we might miss out on a whole bunch of stuff that God's called for us. I'm going to screw the tech team up here for just a moment. So... If I want to get from here to, to the sound guys, this seems like the right path, yeah? Yes? Some of you are like, I don't know, maybe you should go that way. Like, logically, easy. No cares. I can just walk right down the aisle. Simple, easy. No mix, like messes. Easy, 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 easy. And I'm not here to say God hasn't called you to easy, but I'm here to say God hasn't called us to easy. Come on. Yeah. I'm, I'm here to say God hasn't called you to the easy life. Because the, the easy life would not have a cross. And the, the life that God's called you to is to lay your life down and sacrifice your life on the cross with Jesus. That doesn't seem easy. But it's pure and it's good and it's powerful. And so, man, if this is the fastest route for me to get back there, it's easy. But if I go, Lord, what do you want for me in my life, in my calling, in my purpose? He's like, well, I want you to influence people. Well, well I want to influence people, but, but this seems like I can get to it faster. He's like, no, 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 you need to start learning how to influence people. And so what the Lord does, and we don't like it, is he starts going, here, go this way. And what starts to happen is I start to touch people. Hey, man, what's your name? This is your first time here. This is so weird for you. You're like, what the heck? Bless you. It's like, it's like, oh, I'm going to, uh, hey, guys, your marriage, keep going. Don't stop. This is great things. Like, hey, you two, like, we, this, is, this is uncomfortable. I am uncomfortable. They're certainly uncomfortable. Right? Like, I, I'm, I'm hoping not to trip. That would be an embarrassment. But it's like, hey, hey, oh, keep going. Keep doing school well. Like, keep going. This isn't, this is easy. Ah, uh, no, Lord's like, I'm calling you one more. I won't do that. Everyone's like, ah. Oh. <laughs> it's that. It's that. And then we're looking for this, and the Lord's like, no. Sure, there's seasons in life where the Lord's like, I'm going to give you some rest. And we're all thankful for that, but we love the rest, <laughs> and we abuse it. In the name of, I'm doing it for God. And God's like, I've called you now to get back in this thing. <laughs> and I've called you to go through this way. Because he knows better. The shorter route was easy. But it was going to be filled with a whole bunch of pain. A whole bunch of hurt. I just feel like it's going, Lord, I, I, I trust you. It says that, it says that the hidden treasures of wisdom and knowledge are found in Jesus. We were reading earlier, and Pastor Nick mentioned in Corinthians, I think it's 1 Corinthians, that, that the, the wisdom of heaven is, it's like foolishness to the world. But the, the wisdom of the world is like foolishness to Jesus. And it's like, well, the world will tell you, go the easy route. Have safe and, and secure boundaries in life. I'm all for it. Every one of you are like, oh, here he goes again on the boundary. I, I love Healthy stuff. Healthy things grow. Amen? Yeah. 
But we have been like, oh, God would not call me to go that path because it's going to disrupt my movie time with my girlfriends or with the dudes, and I don't have time for that. So you know what God's calling me? He's like, no, stop it. Let him disrupt your life. Actually, you should because he's king. If this is helping you, is this helping you today? It's like the wisdom of Jesus is like foolishness to the world. Okay, I'm almost done. He knows better. I don't know why I'm, I have no notes. Lord, what else do you want to say here today? It says he, he leads them along the path that is longer for their sake. And it says that the pillars of cloud and fire, smoke and fire are there, right? To protect them on that path. And what I think is so precious about Jesus is that when you really come into the moment, when we come into the moment of trust, the protection of Jesus is so powerful. Once again, I'm not, I'm not talking about the life and the things that happen. I'm talking about your spirit and soul is protected. Can you hear me? It's like, man, Lord, I, I've trusted you. I'm going to trust you deeper. I'm going to go further with you. I, I, I believe that you're going to work all things for the good. So even though this thing doesn't look good, you're going to turn it into good because I trust that what your word says is true. And I, I trust that you're going to provide a way. You're going to provide protection. You're going to provide the peace. You're going to be with me as I follow you. It comes down to simply just, do you believe that Jesus actually loves you so much that he would be a good shepherd over your life? Oh, because life will tell you otherwise at times. Oh, I'm not immune to it. You guys know. I, I've looked at God at times and been like, you're not good. This, this doesn't seem good. You know, I had personal story. I hope it's okay. It's like friends around us and we love them to death. They, they were all getting pregnant and having babies. And Rachel and I were like, all right, the Lord, like we're, and I remember we went in to hear the heartbeat and come to find out that Rachel had a miscarriage. It was a tragic moment. And I remember leaving the hospital room mad like what in the world you know my god you are you are what <laughs> you know you can do that with god he's much more uh, much more he's more about that than he is about you running away from him he's way more open to you just sharing what's in your heart than he is about you running and going to fix it with medicate it and do some stupid stuff. I was like, oh, I'm so mad. And the Lord was like, do you trust me? I'll work this out for the good. Remember the Lord said, I, I didn't, I didn't. This is, this is nature of a fallen man. Like I, this is, I remember walking through that season. Like, okay, Lord. I trust you. Waking up going, I trust you. I trust you that you promised what you said to us, that we'll have a family and we'll have children that will be like arrows in my hand. I, I trust you. Lord is faithful. He's faithful. He's faithful. 
But the evil one wants to get you all off course and start to put things in front of you that look like he's not faithful and he's not good. And I pray for the spirit of discernment in our house. Oh man, Lord, I pray, I pray that we operate at such a level of discernment that we know, okay, this is God. <laughs> taking me down a path for development. This is God calling me to go this way. And God's in it, so he's gonna protect me, he's gonna cover me, he's gonna keep me. This is this path, it seems so much longer, it seems so much more difficult, but it's God. It's God to be able to discern that versus, oh, this is my flesh. This is what the world would want. This is, this is a path that seems super easy because I haven't had a win in a long time. It's going, no, 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 that actually might be a trap. The devil's sneaky. Did you know that? We love to like be like, oh, not today, devil. No, he's sneaky. He's the prince of lies. So he'll, he'll this is a good path. Go down this path. It's going to be great. You're going to have all your dreams, all your feelings satisfied, all your desires met. It sounds like God. But you got to go Holy Spirit. I want to go the way you want to go. So if it looks like me going all the way down and around, having to cross the Red Sea, can you imagine that? <laughs> all right, guys, we made it. We've gone some, now we got to cross a sea. And the Lord's like, yeah, do you trust me? Because on the other side of every victory, there's another one. There's another thing to face. And when you've seen how God has been faithful then, you'll know that God will be faithful to come. Amen? Amen. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. We not on your own understanding. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And we not on your own understanding. He knows better. He's promised to keep us. And sometimes we just have to tell our soul, soul, God's told me he, he's going to keep me. Amen? Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. come to this. Just, just close your eyes, bow your heads, open up your hands. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. It's all for his glory. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. You are, you are my hiding place, Lord. Just receive this. This is the word of the Lord. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you, Jesus says. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. And the flames will not set you ablaze. The Lord is faithful. He will strengthen you and protect you from the evil one. We have confidence in the Lord that you are doing and will continue to do the things we command. May the Lord direct your hearts into God's love 
and Christ's perseverance. So we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortal men do to me? Lord, these are your promises today. And we grab a hold of these. Oh, we need them. We need you. So today, Holy Spirit, I just ask that you would transform the deepest parts of our hearts where there is a a place where trust is missing. Where situations and circumstances have harmed our souls and our hearts. I pray, Holy Spirit, mend them right now. And put in us a deep trust, once again, Holy Spirit, that Jesus is the good shepherd. That Jesus is the one that will guide us. Jesus, you are the one that will take us down the paths that we need to go. Jesus, you are the one that will develop our lives to to become the people you desire for us to be. Jesus, we acknowledge that you know better than us. You know better than us today. You know better uh, than us in our lives, in our in our, in our jobs or in the, in the need of jobs or in our, in our housing situations or in our relationships. Father, you know better than we do. And we trust you today that in all things you work the good. So I pray, Holy Spirit, lift our heads. Lift our eyes. Clean our ears out to hear the words of the Lord. We promise to do our best to follow you. So help us, Holy Spirit, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.